Hi guys, welcome back to the Leaders of Today podcast. I'm here, er, joining with me is Abby and Amy, and they are here to talk about leadership in the workplace. Um, so, as some of you know, I work at Chick-fil-A, and these are both some of my closest Chick-fil-A friends and employees and co-workers, not employees, co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm actually going to have Abby introduce Amy, and Amy introduce Abby. So, Abby, do you want to go first? Sure. I would love to go first. When am I supposed to <laughs> <laughs> I can go first. Go ahead. So Amy's a- first. Oh, I'm talking oh, about Abby. Yes. So Abby and I, we've known each other for a, a long time, but we didn't actually start being friends until like actually over the summer. Um, but Abby has just really just made a huge impact on my life. She's super genuine, and I just know that she really cares about the people that's around her, and she would do anything for them. And I could not imagine my life without her. She's <laughs> awesome. And yeah. Yeah, Amy, yeah, yeah, we just became friends not long ago. We've been, like, always wanted to be friends, right. but for some reason, until, like, this moment, we, like, never really were. Yeah. Which we've talked about, we feel like, is, like, a, there's a reason that that happened, because I think if we would have become friends when, like, before, it right. wouldn't have worked out, so. Yeah, because we um, literally had, my best friend was friends with you, yeah. and it was, like, that she was the middle person, yeah. but we never really connected. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. So we were both like unsure of how like each other felt about each other. I actually but. didn't even know that. I didn't yeah. know you weren't, you weren't friends till this summer. Yeah. yeah. You guys are so close though. I know. That's what's so it weird. Happened, and yeah. it's like literally we've known each other yeah. forever. But. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Amy's the best. I, yeah, we're like best friends and I know she'll always look out for me and she kind of sticks up for me because I can't really stick up for myself, but she's the best. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, okay, we're going to story time. We're going to tell a story. Who <laughs> wants to start off this story that we're going to tell? I think you're telling a story together, right? Then, Abby, what? you tell a story. Just a random story? Tell us, tell a story. You can be an embarrassing story about me, or it could be. You can a tell fun the story, story about how you would always make the tea wrong. You made the oh, tea wrong. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Chick fil A. What? That should be Amy's story. Embarrassing story about you. <laughs> I don't even know, really. I just know that. <laughs> for like the first couple months you work yeah. there. Okay, Go so ahead. at Chick-fil-A, we've got tea and we've got lemonade, right? So the lemonade, there's like this scoop and you basically just put the, the lemon juice in and then you put a scoop of sugar in it and it has like a mark of how much you're supposed to put in it. And then for diet lemonade, you have a packet of Splenda that you put in. So I was never really trained on how to make unsweet tea. It was just like, this is how you make lemonade. You put the sugar in, and then there's this different amount of sugar that you put in for the sweet tea. So you just dump it in, you mix it up, and we're good. So me being like, oh, okay, like, unsweet is, like, the version of diet, you know? So I had, for, like, the first probably month or two of my adventure at Chick-fil-A, was putting a packet of Splenda and the unsweet tea. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. No one knew. No one ever saw me do it, I guess, because no one said anything. And this lady comes up, uh, she's pretty upset, and she was like, this is not unsweet tea. This is definitely sweet. It tastes like it's got Splenda or something in it. And I was <laughs> Did she say Abby. it to you? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I look at one of my coworkers who was also there, and we were just like, I, then I confessed, and she was like, that is not how you're supposed to do it. Because you're not supposed to put anything in it at all, because um, it's, unsweet. it's unsweet. So, I, Splenda <laughs> is sweetener, which I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think about, but that is up. <laughs> oh my gosh. It just shows you how many people at Arctic Play drink unsweet tea because nobody noticed for two months. I right. was going to say, yeah, because I literally I did that for a long time and 
we never got anything. What's something really crazy you do at Chick Fil A? You did. You've done at Chick Fil A. I don't feel like I've done anything. You haven't done. You don't have any. You don't have any stories. I just of, feel like, like all my embarrassing stories are like small, and I try not to remember, so then I don't remember, so then I don't have any stories. You don't have stories any like share. big headset stories. No, not really. I feel like you do. We gotta remember because I don't really don't know. Like I know I mess up headset, but nothing. You said like, <laughs> you said so many things in the headset. Wait, who did you sing in the headset, Jordan? I sang you in the headset did? the other day. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. I did sing in, in the headset someone? the other day. Yeah, the someone was at the headset and the or the at the yeah. speaker and they hadn't driven away fast enough, and oh so I totally gosh. did just I've start singing. Kept the light on and laughed out loud. Oh yeah, that's it. But nothing like. We did it the other day. Yeah, it was crazy. It literally just happened. It was but really I don't. Bad. There's nothing really. Like my life is embarrassing, and I know I <laughs> yeah. have embarrassing stories. <laughs> so there. there's no point in remembering them because it's just everything. Well, but I just don't even have anything to share. You know, I don't know. That was it. Sound is so mean. <laughs> no, I'm saying that about myself. I thought you were talking about her. No, there's I'm no saying I'm remembering really... all the dumb stuff she does. She does it all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Abby. It's just her life. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm saying I relate. My life is an embarrassment. It's okay. All right, I'll tell my story about Aiden. So yes. Aiden is Abby's brother. And uh, Aiden the other day, or not the other day, one day, he was um, taking someone's order. And what before, I'm sorry, before <laughs> each time, each order you take, uh, you ask them for their name. And this guy's name was Danny. But Aiden did not hear Danny when they came to the You're speaker box. The story. And so when... <laughs> When the guy came to the window, there was three dudes in this big truck. And then the name uh, that I could see was Daddy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I can't ruin their joke. Like, it's funny. Is there's, like, three dudes in a truck, and obviously they're making a joke and saying Daddy. So when they came up, I looked at them, I was like, is it Daddy? <laughs> and the guy looked at me, and I was like, yeah. And then he was like, wait, did you say Daddy? I was like, yes. He said, my name's Danny. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That is so embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. It was actually kind of die. funny, though, because when the guy left the window, he, uh, he, um. Yeah, he said, bye, son. Yeah, he was like, bye, son. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. It was like, it was a, it was a good ending in the story, but it was really embarrassing in the moment. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh, that's so funny. I could not. <laughs> I would probably go cry and then quit. That's not you true. spilled coffee on someone. Sure? I don't think. Yeah, I've... Abby did spill coffee on one of our regulars the other day. We had this huge corporate visit coming yes. up, and uh, this guy came to the window, and he comes through like I think he comes to Tuesday Thursday, and uh, and he came to the window, and she gave him his coffee, but she didn't put the lid on. I did not make that coffee. It was okay. probably me. Amy. Amy, Amy did not put the lid on. But you're supposed to check, like. I never you check. I thought the lid was on. <laughs> so the guy came to the window, on. and the the coffee lid was definitely not on. And she was kind of rushing because we were all very nervous about this corporate visit. <laughs> and she gave this guy this coffee with no lid, and then it spilled on him. So his hand shook a little bit, and then it just kept spilling. So he just kept shaking more. So he just kind of like threw it on the ground. Oh my gosh! And he was oh my gosh! He's I like ow, 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 ow. <laughs> laughing and I was like this is not funny I'm gonna like get fired 
Oh, oh I thought he was gonna yell at me. Oh but no, then he, he didn't ended care. Up being nice about it. Yeah, he didn't care. But I've I talked would be about so him mad. From since then, he did not care. He was like, "This that hurt though." <laughs> Can I get some napkins, please? I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's not that embarrassing. I do dumb stuff like that literally every day on window. <laughs> That's why I don't like doing the window. I love doing window, though. It's no. like, you just get to see the people. It's like, I just can't function when I have to speak to people. Like, when your dad came through, he said I was weird. That's probably because I acted so weird. No, he didn't say that you were weird. He said you were acting weird. Like, he knew who oh he was. Oh, my gosh. That is so embarrassing. Yeah, I always felt so awkward. I was like, I think this is Jordan's dad. And then I was going to say, are you Jordan's dad? But if it wasn't your dad, that would have been really embarrassing. I was like, I'm not. I'm just going to be really weird. Are you Jordan's dad? Didn't she meet my dad for I Thanksgiving? did, but still. Yeah. And I knew. Yeah. It was him, like deep down in my heart. But I just <laughs> <laughs> deep down in my heart, I knew it was him. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <clears throat> I guess we can jump in and start talking about like the the real stuff. Yeah, all right. The Absolutely. good stuff. So, like I said earlier, we're ta- we're gonna talk about um, leadership in the workplace. Um, so I guess first of all, just what's your position at work? Like, what- so Amy, you can start. Um, I am a team member at Chick Fil A. What does that mean? Like, is can you like explain the hierarchy? Do you mean to so we have team member, then you can uh, move to CT, which is just certified trainer, and then you go to shift lead, which is Abby's position. Oh, yes. And then after shift lead, <coughs> we have our coordinator. coordinators. So we have and AM and then PM coordinator, and then from there you go to directors, directors and then would you say executive director? There's the executive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's the exec- Then we have Mr. Paul, who's our store owner. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so Abby I am, yeah. is a team member. No, Amy is a team member. <laughs> <laughs> I pointed out the right person. Yeah, Amy yeah. is a team member, and Abby's uh, a shift lead. Shift lead. Yes. And I'm also a team member. So, yes. me and Amy are both at the bottom. Yep. <laughs> at least for right now. Yeah. <laughs> how, or how does your Do position you affect how you lead at work? Um, well, basically, I am here to implement what, like, let's say Abby. Like, Abby tells me to do something. I... Because I'm just a team member, there's not really a lot of responsibility. I'm sorry, not just a team member, but because I'm not really in any, like, leadership position, I implement what, I'm the example of what they're wanting us to do. So just making sure that I'm being respectful to them and doing what they're asking me to do and doing it effectively and, yeah. Yeah, so, so like, how, how do you lead then, even though you're not, quote-unquote leadership at Chick-fil-A? I would say, I mean, I guess I would say just being an example and just doing, I don't know, doing doing what they're asking me to do and doing it respectfully because I think any leader needs to be respectful to the leader above them because you can't just be a leader and demand respect for yourself but then not respect the next person above you. Yeah. So I think making sure that, because, you know, we can have people who, you know, aren't respectful to leaders and it's like that's a huge thing and so I think just being respectful and it's hard because you know Abby and I are friends outside like we're best friends outside of work so it's easier to kind of get familiar with somebody who's in leadership right above me but I try to you know because I do respect her as a person outside of work so it kind of you know comes into play and just I guess that's my main thing is just making sure I'm respectful mm-hmm. and making sure I'm doing what I'm told mm-hmm. yeah I'm totally with you and for me it's like Carrying out, make sure, like, making sure that 
first of all, my job is to like basically see the business from the outside. So always looking at the big picture and looking for bottlenecks and just making sure that everybody's where they're supposed to be doing, like where they're supposed to be at and doing what they're supposed to be doing. But not only am I, is my responsibility to respect my superiors as well and what they want, but it's also about respecting people who are quote unquote below me, even though they're not below me. Because Mr. Paul likes to look at it as the team members are at the top and he's all the way at the bottom. So it's team member on the top and then CT, shift lead, and so on. So um, because if you don't respect people who are under you, then they're not going to respect you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's been – that's something that I have to work on, which kind of also goes along with, like, just having personal relationships with everybody because you want people to trust you and just have that respect because otherwise there's not really any point in being a leader because nobody wants to listen to what you're saying. Yeah, so. that's very true. You can't be a leader if you have no followers. <laughs> um, I guess t- for, t- for me to answer the question, um, even though I'm not like leadership at Chick-fil-A, yeah. I think that one of the things that I do is just also like look out for um, like things that are happening that other people, like the CTs, or sorry, not the CTs, the shift leads or the coordinators, or other people, like the things that they can't see because obviously I have different relationships with a lot of the um, team members than right. Abby does, not because – Abby does anything wrong. It's just a different relationship. Um, so I try to make sure that I look out for those things so that I can communicate with that with uh, Abby. So um, what are some ways that people outside of Chick-fil-A can help lead at their workplaces? Like what are some ideas that you have that or things they could do, uh, like principles that we do have at Chick-fil-A or um, just, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. I think um – Again, it's about the personal relationship because people will, I mean, when I was a team member, people would come to me and be like, oh, did you hear this about so-and-so and and this leader, this, this, this. It's keeping people in check and just being like, you know, like respecting, I don't know. There's a time and place to say things. There's a time and place to talk about things, but it's like we're in the workplace and you have to respect, I don't know where I'm going with this. I need to just regain my my thought process. Regrain it. Regrain it. (laughs) Regrain your thought. Like Amy said, it's about setting the example. And even though you're not in the position, everyone is a leader. You know what I mean? Everyone is – because no matter what you do and who you are, somebody's looking at you. Somebody's looking up to you, and it's about, okay, do I have – you know, what am I doing? Who am I – representing I'm representing even though you're not like a leader like with like the role you're still representing your boss you're still representing the organization and Mm -hmm. it's it's how you act and how you treat people and how you talk about them Mm -hmm. you're totally right I mean I have different types of leadership positions but even when especially when I'm at the top I feel like that's way even way way more important um the relationship part and I, I feel like that is something that keeps coming up throughout the podcast is that we just have a bunch of different people saying that relationships are important mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't know man what about you what like do you re-ask what? the question because it's been so long yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what are some what are some ways that people could lead in their workplace outside of chick-fil-a like if they don't work at chick-fil-a i think a leader goes above and beyond what they're already expected to do so i think going the extra mile and like doing what you're told and just like, kind of being independent, like, in the workplace, even though you have people above you. So, like, let's say Abby tells me to go make lemonades, and I go back there making lemonades, and then I see that there's, I don't know, like, being able to go and do stuff even if you're not asked to do it. Like, making sure you're doing, because when you work somewhere, you 
I'm I'm under Mr. Paul. Like that's who I'm working for. So I want to make sure that his goals and his vision for Chick Fil A are being implemented, even in the small way of being genuine in the hospitality of like when I'm taking an order from a guest. So I think just making sure that the person you're working for's vision becomes your vision and your heart. Because if you're gonna work somewhere, you want to make sure that everything you're doing, I don't know, has the purpose that we're doing it for. Like there's a reason why we do the things we do, and just making sure that you're doing it and going above and beyond. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that that's even more important, or it makes the, the idea of finding a job even more important because you want yeah. to make sure that when you go to um, interview places, that they're places that your your values and that your goals um, mm-hmm. align with. Sure. Because if you go to a place that has completely different values and goals, yeah. then you're not going to want to use or go, pursue their vision and right. their mission. And that's why Chick-fil-A is so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. And that's why it's because people just work to get a paycheck but that's why chick-fil-a is different also because i don't go there to just make it a paycheck you know what i mean i go because i do care about like the values that mr paul has it's, it's what you're saying you know what i mean it's it's different it's more of like serving right. which is kind of what we were talking about on the way here it's yeah. like it's not really like a job for me it's doing what i know is right it's serving people right. and it's serving to mr paul's per- like goal you know what i mean and his ultimate his ultimate goal you know yeah I totally agree. That's yeah. definitely why I chose to work at Chick Fil A. Right. I, was, I mean, otherwise, why would I work there? I live forty minutes away. It doesn't make any any sense for me to work there at all. No. I wasn't even supposed to work at Chick Fil A, but I think it was definitely a God thing, and it's it's just it's the right thing, you know. I mean, I'm not saying Chick Fil A is the only right thing, but I think yeah, just the idea of like making sure that everybody knows that they're genuinely cared for, like you're significant, and even though this is a small thing, it's food, but that is it. It still is something bigger, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of funny you weren't supposed to work at Chick-fil-A. I wasn't either. Yeah. When I uh, I actually interviewed, but I go interview places all the time. I just, like, it's for fun. I don't know. It's something I do for fun as I go interview places. Uh, and then it makes me better at interviews than I, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just really good at interviews now because I interview all the time at different <laughs> places. But the person who interviewed me, who is Noah, uh, like, he, like, explained the mission and vision of, like, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul's mission and vision so well. And, like, it was something that I was, like, wholeheartedly, like, agreed with. And right. I was, like, I think I need to go work there. So, mm-hmm. like, I had never planned, actually, to, like, even take a job, yeah. like, anywhere. It was just – it just kind of happened. Um, yeah. So, I totally agree with yeah. you. I wasn't – I it was the most random thing. And when I went in for my interview, I was, like, I'm going to definitely, like, take a little bit of time to think about this. Because I, I knew, like, they were probably going to offer me a position just because, like, Mr. Paul had previously talked to me about it. I, I accepted it on the spot. Like, it was just the most rushed thing ever. I did, too. The most rushed decision. And Miss Christina was like, all right, well, you've got the job if you want it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess I work here now. I so, was the same thing. I, yeah. like, went home and I was like, so I got a job. I wasn't even really looking for a job, but I got a job. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. How, were you like that, Amy? Um, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd worked at Chick-fil-A when I was 14 for a year. So, I had already previously worked at Chick-fil-A. And it was a different location. But then I had a really nice job, honestly. So I guess it also didn't make sense for me to leave because I had a really nice job. Um, but I missed working with people because I was in an office by myself all day, every day. And I kind of just missed that, I don't know, personalized, like, interaction with people because I wasn't I wasn't hanging out with any – like, I wasn't interacting with any humans at all. So I was just kind of like, man, you know, maybe I'm going to start looking for another job. And then Mr. Paul texted me, and he just offered me the job and was like – yeah, I would really love if you came to work for me. And he had mentioned, like, when I first got back um, from Florida and I was 
had already taken this job. He was like, I want you to come work for me. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. You but lived then, in Florida? Uh, yeah, for a short time, yeah. for like five months. <laughs> but when I came back, I was like, I have to find a job. And then I did. And uh, yeah, then he asked me to come work for him. And I was like, yeah, it's, I've been actually wanting to work with people again. And I've already worked at Chick-fil-A, so I know I like it. And then I came and yeah, it's been great. <laughs> now you're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, some days I'm like, man, I, I wish I didn't have to work with people. Yeah. But I think, I think overall, I'm glad that I work with people. Yeah. It can be hard, but I think back and remember, because I was kind of in a similar position that Amy was in. I worked at like a smoothie shop all alone and nothing was ever going on. There was no one even really coming in. And I would just sit around all day and just do nothing. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to have people. And I think about like, there's been times where I'm like, oh, maybe an office job. Like, no. At the end of the day, I love people. I want to serve people. And I want to serve with people. It's right. it's so different, different. Because, like, I mean, obviously, we all three work together. If we weren't all together, it would just not be – I don't know. There's just something special about people. People give – I feel like just people give life. Like, they yeah. give energy. And it's like, I would never have met Jordan. Mm-hmm. I would, Like, I heard you talk about him before, yeah. you know, coming. And I'm like – Oh, no. It is No, good things. And that's why it was, like, great because it's, like, you come and you meet these people and it's just, like, I would never have met you yeah. because our lives do not, like, our paths don't cross and no. unless I had taken this job. And I just feel like I've made so many friendships and well, it's, like, yeah, And there's this, people now, it's, like, I genuinely could not go back from, like, I could never live my life without you. Right. Like, like there's some really just amazing people there. Right. It's so much bigger than just the job that you have currently like it's so much more than that and but you have to make it that right I think that's a decision that you have to make like because it is easy to just be like I'm just here to get paid like that's the attitude that you go coming here to work and there have been people that have done that but and honestly they they don't they never last yeah yeah Yeah. because ultimately that is not the goal yeah definitely not and that's not Paul's goal and it's not the environment that we've created there it's not right it really is family and friendship orientated yeah oriented 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 <laughs> Good job, orientated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the reason I've stayed there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because the people, like, we have amazing people. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, just even the people that come to the drive-through are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just have amazing people that come. We just interact with so many great people. Um. Yeah. So, what do you th- what do you think is the most important factor um, in making a workplace somewhere that people want to be? relationship for sure I mean it's it's how you treat other people I mean you don't want to be somewhere where you're getting treated like crap all the time you Mm -hmm. know what I mean it's I mean I feel like especially when I was a team member I was pretty intent like uh is that the word I'm looking for intentional about like building those kinds of relationships because Mm -hmm. and I mean Mr. Paul has told us multiple times like the morning crew is a family and it we really are and that makes all the difference, not just in with each other, but with the guests. Because yeah. there have been times where, like, there's division between leaders and, and people. And it, it creates this, like, thing where we're not only – it's divided here, but we're also divided with the guests. And we're not able to, like, serve them wholeheartedly, you know? But when there's unity and everyone's on the same page and we're all, like, you know, happy to be there and just good with each other, it helps us just be able to focus on the guests, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are the things that you that you've done that have like helped build relationships amongst our team? Like either of you, it doesn't have to be just Abby. <laughs> I looked at you, but it, it was for all of us. Oh, wait, ask, it doesn't matter. Ask the question again. It was just what are some things that you do or you have done that have helped um, like 
build our team, like make us close, grown closer together, make help us grow closer make together. Make us grow closer together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Just being personable, and I mean, taking time to be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like, what's going on in your life? Or not even always having to be so serious, like, hey, are you okay? But just being, like, genuine, like, oh, my gosh, I just love being around you. Or joking around with people and being, like, you know, lighthearted. And just, you know, taking time to care about them. I think that's the difference between us and some other places. You know what I mean? It's, like, I genuinely care about everybody that's on our team. I want to know, like, hey, if you're not doing okay, let's talk about it. Like, if, you know, something's going on, let's talk about it. Because it, it matters and it affects things, you know? So just making sure that everybody knows, like, you matter, I yeah. guess. I think and I think that oh. one of the things that Abby does really, really well is just being available. Like, she is always available to talk. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if she's on the clock, off the clock. Like, honestly, Abby and Amy are both at Chick-fil-A way after their they, – they clock out <laughs> almost oh every God. day. So, like, I think just being available and, like, people knowing that they can actually go and talk to you guys. Like, that is something amazing um, that you guys have done. And, I mean, it's something that I try to do in other places that I leave. It's just, like, be be available for other people to come talk to you. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I actually was going to say that I don't feel like – I feel like that's an area that I need to grow in because I feel like a lot of – I want to have, like, in-depth relationship with people. It's very hard for me to have, like, on the surface, like, I don't actually have – because it's hard. I took, like, you're trying to be fast. You know, we – you're – you know, we have an expectation that we need to meet. So, for me, it's, like, it's hard for me to get to know people in that setting. Like, I don't, like, I need to hang out with you outside of work in order to have, like, a a deeper relationship with you. And if I don't have that, I feel like I can be very, I don't know, not personal. Not personal at all. Like, I just am someone that, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. But I think it doesn't even have to be like that, too. It It also is just treating people like, if they mess up, like, just not being so, um, nitpicky. All the time. Yeah. Uptight. Yeah. yeah. Like, just uptight. Like, yeah. you know what? It's okay. You messed up. Right. Because we do have expectations when people don't right. meet them. And I it's think like that is where some of the team members yeah. struggle because they're like, it's like all this stuff. Like, we got to be this, 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 this. And it's right. like, yes. But you know what? Yeah. It's all right if you don't make it sometimes. It's all right if something happens and you're just learning. Like, this is your first few weeks. You're fine. Because people even do if come you've in been there for a year. Even yeah. if you've been there for a year, I mess up all the time. <laughs> Me too. I was making right. sweet, unsweet tea with Splenda for two months before I figured yeah. it out. And you people know? do have a lot of pressure when they start first start. Like, yes. you can see that people do get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't, like, already worked at Chick-fil-A, I think I would have been like, this is a lot. Like, yeah. it's just a lot to learn. You have so many positions that you have to get trained up on. And it's just like... You have to be, you know, fast, accurate, but, you know, not rushed. So it's like there's just right. so many factors. You want to be genuine, but you're trying to get other orders off the counter. Like, it's just a lot of factors that come into it. So I think just, yeah, giving people grace when they don't, you know, they yeah. fall short, but we all do it. So it's like. That is seriously what I was about to say. It's just being being graceful with people, yeah. like having grace and extending grace to them when they mess up. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I messed up yesterday. I mean, <laughs> I didn't work. Th- I guess I didn't work today, but. Not for very long, but yeah, I've messed up yesterday. I've messed up like every day this yeah. week. I'm sure I messed up this morning. Mm-hmm. Like just extending grace to people when they do mess up, yeah. I think is so important. Yeah. Um, how does your relationship with Jesus affect the way that um, you live your life inside of work, outside of work, both? Well, I think we work with people and we work with a lot of different people. And I think <laughs> yes. sometimes they can be really difficult because in fast food, 
it's we're not arguing with the customer customer whether they or the guest whether they're right or wrong. <gasps> I said customer. <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually supposed to guess. We're right customer. because you're we consider yeah, them as our guests, our not guests. our customers. And and I do think of it like that. I just say customer because I have it, but they are our guests, and I think we're not gonna just sit there and argue with them because that's not our heart at all. Right. And I think when our my at least with my relationship with Jesus, it's when you're dealing with people you should be acting as if like they you want them to feel as if Jesus is interacting with them like mm. loving them being patient you know and so I think coming in the workplace and with our employees you know like I've had to say like this is not gonna matter in an hour I have to just let this go like I love them so I'm not gonna like get upset with them which I can get irritated and I have gotten irritated with people at work <laughs> but I think just knowing like it's not that big of a deal and I love them more than this affecting me right now yeah. like yeah. in the long run this isn't important they are what's important mm-hmm. yeah I agree it's representing Christ even though it's hard you know what I mean and that's why it is important to make sure you're <laughs> you know what your relationship with God looks like yeah. before you come into work every day mm-hmm. especially I mean it doesn't even matter what your role is because I mean people know we're Christian so like you're going to look at me, and it doesn't even matter. People shouldn't even have to know. Like, you shouldn't have to say, Absolutely. I'm a Christian. Like she yeah. said, I walk in a room, you know that Jesus, like I like I have Jesus in my heart. Like, mm-hmm. you know that I live my life for him. And I think that is definitely something I need to work on. And I, just keeping that in mind, like always just being Christ conscious and just thinking like, okay, is how would he respond to this situation? How would he treat this person? Because people get impatient and people get rude for no reason. And it's like, why is this happening? Right. But it's... <laughs> and, also, you never know what's going on in their life at yeah. home. And so I think that is something that I kind of forgot. Like, I kind of have just, I don't know, gone in and not really been thinking about the other person. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of in this place where it's like I'm not really thinking about the other person. Like, maybe they're going through things that I don't know about because everybody is. Yeah. And so it's just making sure that no matter what I'm going through, I'm making sure that that's not affecting the way I treat people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I need to think of it more, too. Like, I have been the person on the other side of the window. I've been the one who's had a crappy day. I remember one time I went to Starbucks, and I was (laughs) bawling my eyes out. Like, I I had the worst day ever, and just, like, so much stuff was going on. I had a horrible day. But they were really nice to me, and they were, you know, just they they went the extra mile. And it's like, you know, sometimes people, I mean, most times – People aren't crying, and they hide it. You know, they hide their right. emotions. Like I, and I usually do, but like that's how I'm expressed differently. But yes, but like people can burst out in anger and like go crazy for no reason, and like you don't, you just don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy things happen every day to people, and you just got to take that into consideration and keep it in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, there's definitely people people come that that have come to the window crying or like yeah. I've tried to take their order while they're crying. It, Honestly, on the other side of it, it's difficult because you're like, I can't understand you. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yes, you're totally right. I mean, yeah. just trying to think about what the other person's going through because, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some crazy things that happen yeah. that, yeah. Even if they're not going through anything at all. <laughs> they that may too. just be crazy, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because how are they going to get uncrazy if you don't extend the love of Jesus? So. <laughs> <laughs> how are they gonna get uncrazy? How are they gonna get uncrazy? How do we uncrazy people? That's what we talk about at Chick-fil-A. How do we uncrazy? <laughs> what is one thing that if like, you did it like consistently would make your life easier? Oh, I already know. I have I, I get bothered. Well, no, scratch that. I don't get bothered. 
What was the question? <laughs> because I had an answer oh, for this. Know. I have an answer for this. What we is, talked what about is, it in the car. We did? Yeah. Oh, coming in every morning. and. What is one thing that if you did it consistently, it would make your life so much so easier? Something I started out this year doing was, which I already kind of said this, but when somebody does something and I can get bothered by it or like, because, you know, sometimes personalities, they just, that's not who I interact with daily, but I am interacting with them daily. It's just being like stepping back and breathing, first of all, and then just realizing, I don't even know what I'm saying here. Yeah, it can't bother you. That you're untouchable. Untouchable, there we go. And unbothered. Unbothered, yeah. It's all about a mindset. It's all about a mindset and renewing your mind and just being, you know what I mean? Like, it's right. yeah, exactly they, what you're saying. They don't owe me anything. They don't have to treat me a certain way. Mm-hmm. They don't have to act a certain way for me to act a certain way. Like, what they do doesn't affect how I how I act, how I, like, my emotions change because our relationship with Jesus should be so solid that no matter what anybody does or says, that doesn't change how you treat them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> if Your I turn. did that consistently, that would be crazy. Well, we that kind would of be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of agreed that that would be something that we would you do. You can't agree. Like, you have to have something else. You got to be, no, like, special. Um, I'm not special. That's such a lie. Um, Come on. Something that I did. If you did every day consistently. That's something consistently, because consistency yeah. is like, isn't that a thing? Consistency is key. I mean, that's maybe. A, that yeah, is a thing. Is. Because if you were consistent in something, it would change. And mm-hmm. you would, I mean, that's how habits are built. Mm-hmm. What did you? Yeah. No. Um. Yes. I mean, it sounds crazy, but I mean, every day before you go into work or whatever, before you do anything, renewing your mind and you know whether it's however you want to just talking to god i think is a big thing for me um like on the way to work or something i'll just like you know talk to god even just in my head and just be like prepare me for this day you know and help me to see people and i guess just help them and whatever they you know need help with and just having grace because i can get so frustrated you know it's easy for anybody to get frustrated especially when you're working with people so just like God help me not explode and just help me get to this day. Yes. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, explodes a good prayer, especially yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. It like I said before, it's about the mindset. So just yeah. keeping that, and right. like I said, keeping God at the front forefront of your mind and just. I like what you said, being aware of the people, because mm-hmm. that is true. If you go in every day, and what you said was, I'm gonna see people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear them, and you're just going to love them. If that was your mission every day, you would end it feeling accomplished. Mm-hmm. Because especially, like, if you go that extra mile and you just do that every single day, it's it will impact somebody's life. Because mm-hmm. maybe you're the only person who showed them patience today. That is going to speak volumes. Because that's the goal. So, right. I mean, keeping that goal, keeping your goals in front of you, too. Like, okay, what am I, what am I going, what am I doing today? Right. What's the point in today? Yeah. Just keeping that right yeah. there. Right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. All right, where are you headed? So, like, what's something that's happening in the near future that are that is exciting, <laughs> and then what is something that's happening in the long future that you're uh, like hoping for? Does that make sense? Yes. Who wants to go, go first? See. No, it goes. Well, we are kind of doing so. Okay. We are both this fall going to a, a ministry school in Florida. Uh, it's called Jesus School. Um, so that's what we're doing. <laughs> I thought they were lying the first time they told me I that. I thought she was lying the first time she told me that. <laughs> I'm like, going to Jesus school. It's li- okay, so the, the okay. church is Jesus image. 
and they're, they just literally called their school Jesus School. Um, so we'll be attending there this fall, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. Um, but that's what's near. I mean, yeah. We're just to kind of get real on really on track and just kind of establish a firm, firm foundation. Um, yeah. That's what the Okay, so what it, what do you actually learn there? I don't actually know so that. So they I mean, obviously we went you for learn an about orientation Jesus. day and they're basically saying like um that we'll really just be reading the Bible, mm-hmm. studying it and cuz that's like my thing. Like I struggle to know Bible stories. Like I will read and like I'll read the Bible, but I won't retain, like, I won't remember it. Like, I'll, I'll know what I got from the story, but I won't remember. This is what like, the Bible people says. will still say names. And I'm like, I know who that is, but I don't exactly. know if I could actually Earlier, tell. I was trying to make a story on the yes. car. I'm like, I don't like, know what that is. I'm like, I just, I, I really, that's just, and that's, like, a personal thing for me. I just really would love to just know the Bible. Yeah. Because I think that would help me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just. With my own self. Like, that's just a little goal that I have for my own self. It's just mm-hmm. knowing the Bible and being able to, you know, well, say, Well, that's like, in the Bible. You're supposed to know it so that when people have questions and people come to you and, like, you know, ask you things, you're supposed to be ready. And yeah. you're supposed to know what, the like, the Bible says. Because that's, that's the truth. That's the yeah. ultimate truth. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be ready and know it. And, yeah. 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 Okay, what about long term? Is this, like, a goal that you want to accomplish? Like, what I do you know. mean? Like, Where are you headed long term? Like. What do you hope to do in the future? Like the far future. After Jesus School. Well, my goal with going to Jesus School is that. But also, um, it's worship. So, like, they have a worship program and stuff. And, I mean, I don't know if this will actually happen because plans change and goals change. But um, I love to sing and I love to worship. And I know that that's, like, one of my callings. So, um, hopefully going farther and that somehow I don't really know um I've thought maybe you know traveling and just like doing random like sessions random places you know what I mean just mi- ultimately my goal long term is ministry through worship so in whatever way that God wants me to do it I guess yeah um I really at some point would love to open um an age like a, a house for aged out orphans hold on what is that what is so, aged orphans so when you become 18, you don't have to stay. You can go and – Yeah. Because you're no longer – yeah, you're an adult now. So mm-hmm. I was just driving in the car a couple years ago, and I'm like, I think – oh, wait. It was when I was, like, getting ready to turn 18 because I'm like, I don't know why. I was just thinking, like, what happens to the orphans that they never – because once you hit a certain age, I feel like there's, like, a percentage of, like, you're like you, you're not going you're not to get adopted. So it's like – what happens to them and like who is discipling them and helping them start their own life because when like I never I didn't have to worry about that I'm like but I know kids do have to think about that and then I just wanted to start a house where it's like you come and you live there I just I don't know like I imagine me having a team of people who want to do that and just discipling them in different areas um, like something that I didn't feel like I was prepared on was knowing how to do taxes and knowing like credit score and things like that where I don't I'm like think anybody ever just, is like oh yes yeah, I know this I <laughs> want like practical things like and maybe cooking like, like maybe you want yeah. to get married but you really would less or just I don't know anything with life just getting to know them and then helping them grow and um yeah that's honestly I think for me, the only thing that I really, really know that I want to do super long term is I just want to have family. 
Like, yeah. I just want to be a really, really great dad, a really, really great grandpa, husband, whatever. <laughs> like, always on, like, my list, it's always, or, like, my goals, it's always mm-hmm. be an amazing grandpa. It's always, like, at the end. It's, like, always my favorite thing that I... It's, oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> that is so sweet. <laughs> He's going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that's that was, something for me. Literally yeah. growing up, I, didn't I literally know I just... That. Yeah, I know. I didn't know if that's, like, well, the question. But, yeah, of yeah. course. That's absolutely... Because I, growing up, would just wanted to get married and be a stay-at-home mom. But yeah. then when I got to this point in my life where it's, like, you have to get a job or, like, go to college. You have to make these decisions of, like, what you want to do with your life. And I'm, like, well, I just want to get married and have kids. Right. So <laughs> I don't have anyone. So what am I supposed to do in the meantime? Yeah. But then, obviously, because I've been single, I've been able to figure out that I do at least want to have, you know, something. Mm-hmm. And I don't have yeah. to do it alone. I, maybe that comes into play. You know, my husband and I can do it together, and that's kind of, like, the ministry. Because, you know, I do want him to be in ministry, and that's, like, something we do together. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, long-term is getting yeah. married and having a family and serving Jesus and living our lives for him together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Okay, so I have a quote, and we're just going to talk about the quote for super quick, not super long. Okay. So it is, leadership is not a position or a title. It's an action and example. And it's by Donald, oh goodness, McGanton. I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> we're just going to go with it. So I think I think that this is kind of what we have talked about a little bit yeah. today. But what are your thoughts on, like, leadership is not a position or a title? It's not. No, it's I agree. everything about your character and yeah. how you lead your life personally. Because, you, yeah, you don't have to have the title. You don't have to be in the position. It's how you treat – I think it's how you treat people, how you – interact with them because if you're a leader and you're in position but you don't care about them well like we've talked about it really is about relationship because if you don't care about them as a person outside and in work it's like you 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 being a leader can only go so far especially with them respecting you and mm-hmm. wanting to you to accomplish your goals I don't know I just think it's a yeah. two-way thing no yeah it's literally like that guy said, Mr. Donald. <laughs> Mr. Donald. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, like I said before, setting the example. Yeah. You know, it's being the bigger person. It's your character, like Amy said. Yeah. It's I think this whole podcast can be summed up into, like, love others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my last question, I know that this has, like, literally been the whole topic the whole time, but it is literally just how are you a leader of today in your workplace? Essentially, the biggest way that I personally lead others is by treating them like they matter and just I don't know giving grace always and just being there for them and loving them with all the love agreeing with what Abby said and also respecting everyone respecting my fellow team members and all of the leadership above me because loving them and respect I believe goes hand in hand and yeah respect yourself love yourself (laughs) (laughs) no i haven't seen that (laughs) i don't know well thank you guys so much for being here i'm super excited that you guys were be able to be here and that what is about to happen it was our Uh, pleasure (laughs) no i didn't know we were saying that you didn't no i thought it was gonna be like yeah and thank you for having us oh it was an honor a pleasure oh yeah, it was yeah. our pleasure. It was, our it, pleasure. it was your pleasure. It was right. our pleasure. It really well, was. I'm super really glad was. we were here. We love Jordan. Let's do his wise words. So I don't know how many of those I have, but it's okay. Two. <laughs> two? Three. Two wise words? Three, three wise words? words. 4,289 wise words. I guess that is three words. All right. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Yay.